the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? Did really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My teacher said the Earth is four and a half billion years old. Is that a fact? Did you ask your teacher how she knows? Was she there? Oh, Grandpa, it's in the science book, so it's got to be right. Science books used to say that maggots sprung up from rotten meat. Now, that was wrong. So be careful about trusting everything you read in science books. But there is a book I do trust. It's called the Bible, the Word of God. Now, about the earth, no man was there to see it being formed. But do you know when the earth was really created? Uh, my teacher said four and a half billion years ago, but I'm guessing that's wrong, huh, Grandpa? Very wrong indeed. Let's go to the first book of the Bible called Genesis and read chapter 1, verse 31. Then God saw everything he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. See, this says that God made everything in six days and that it was very good. Tell me, do you think earthquakes, floods, sickness, and death would be listed by God to be very good? Oh no, Grandpa, those don't sound good at all. You're right. So do you know what happened to change the world from being very good? Would that be when Adam and Eve sinned? Right again. After that sin, God cursed the world, which is when all those terrible things started happening. Now, if we turn to Genesis chapter 5, we can read about all the people who were descended from Adam all the way to Noah. Do you remember what Noah did? Noah built the ark and saved all those animals. You know the Bible pretty well, little one. Now we turn to Genesis chapter 11, and look, we see even more names and ages of people descending from Noah down to Abraham. Do you remember Abraham? Father Abraham had many sons, had many sons, had Father Abraham. Is that the Abraham you're talking about? Yes, indeed, and good singing, too. Now, if you were to add up all the ages of the people that were born, you would come up with just a few thousand years. And since Abraham, it could only have been a few thousand more years. So how could the earth be 4.5 billion years old? It couldn't be. I agree. Now, Christians argue just how many thousands of years you come up with by reading those chapters, but you can be certain that the Bible's evidence for the age of the earth could never agree with billions of years. And that's a fact. You can learn more about this topic by going to www.sabsa.org. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, president of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association, along with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, directors at SABSA. We are here to reassure you that you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Carl, another great little skit. What do you think science or the scientific method has to do with this discussion? Well, we can't prove 
the creation account from the Bible with science because no one was there that's still alive, only Jesus and God. And he did give us his word in the Bible, so we can use that as a reference. But obviously we can't repeat it. It's a one-time event. Likewise, the evolutionary theory, or hypothesis be more accurate, of evolution, which starts off with the Big Bang and the later coalescence of the Earth, is also unobservable and not repeatable. So it's not testable. It's not truly scientific. So we can't really use science to prove either one. How was the age of the Earth determined for this 4.52 or 4.56 billion years that we hear about? Well, the most current age, the 4.5 you reference, is actually not of the Earth itself, but of a meteor that struck the Earth. So the scientists gave up on trying to figure out what part of the Earth was the oldest or how to get a hold of the chunk of the Earth that's the oldest. So they took a hold of a meteorite and used radiometric dating to come up with 4.5 billion years. And since the meteor was assumed to be formed at the same time as the Earth, that's how the Earth came to be called 4.54 blah, 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 billion years old. So, yeah, it's a guess part of the scientists, and it's obviously not observable, testable, or repeatable. And when we look at the radiometric dating technique that was used for this meteor and test it on rocks of known age, it doesn't work. It gives hundreds of thousands to millions of years to rocks that we've seen form in our lifetimes, such as the rocks from Mount St. Helens, for instance. The rocks there have been dated between hundreds of thousands to millions of years old, yet we know they were formed in 1980. If we can't trust a system that doesn't work on known ages, how can we possibly trust it for unknown ages? Yeah, being an engineer, I understand the principles behind radiometric dating and the assumptions that are made, and, and there are a lot of assumptions made in radiometric dating. One of the things that really strikes me about this is when someone hears something like what you both talked about, they say, well, there may be questions about it, but scientists are really sure of this. From a scientific method, let's underscore what you said, it should be testable and repeatable. We ought to be able to verify this by observation, by experimentation. However, it's not just a weird example of Mount St. Helens or the fact that we can go to a lava flow documented 200 years ago in Hawaii and find out that it dates at 3 billion, whereas we only know it's 200 years old. Right. 100% of the time, when we get a verified age for a rock set and we date it, it dates wrong. Correct. That should indicate to somebody <laughs> that, <something's not> right. <laughs> that this doesn't work, that it is an unreliable system. Well, I've heard the Darwinist say that it works if you do it right. I think their definition of doing it right is coming up with the answer that they want to come up with. They give even a stupider answer. They give, these are supposedly people with PhDs, and they say, well, it only works for things that are extremely old, and therefore, if, it, if you try to date a young thing with it, it'll always come up wrong. <laughs> that is an incredibly ignorant answer. Well, I think that there's a good reference, not only for refuting the radiometric dating technique, but also several other evidences for young Earth is uh, art illustrated in Answers Magazine. If you go to AnswersMagazine.com and look up the October to December 2012 issue, the lead article is on the 10 best evidences for a young Earth. And it not only refutes the radioactive dating problem, but also several other 
topics such as polystrate fossils, the carbon-14 that's still found in numerous objects, rocks, and coal and, and diamonds, which according to evolutionary thought should not have any carbon-14. And I think you guys have already discussed that in the previous broadcast. But having things like DNA and fossils and sedimentation on the bottom of the ocean, how much there is, is there and how much should be there if the Earth is truly billions of years old. Uh, so all these things add up to the evolutionary theory being incorrect in think, saying that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old. There's just no way. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Today we're talking about the age of the Earth, which seems to be in conflict between some scientific measurements, or supposedly scientific measurements, and what uh, just a direct reading of the Bible. We were talking about radiometrics. There are more than 70 scientific clocks, such as the amount of helium in the upper atmosphere, which date the Earth at just a few thousand years old. Why are we supposed to believe these things that we've already discussed, radiometrics, which prove 100% wrong, as opposed to these other 70 clocks, which seem to give us both young ages and seem to be reliable? That's a great question. And talking about helium, not only helium in the atmosphere, but Institute for Creation Research did a study a few years back called RATE, or the Radioisotope Age of the Earth, study and found that in rocks there is helium where there should not be helium if the earth is truly billions of years old. So these are all evidences that are scientifically proven, in other words, observable, testable, and repeatable information that the mainstream scientists seem to be ignoring. Another interesting thing to me is if the evolutionary idea of the formation of the earth is true, then it was a ball of magma as everything fell together and and we had huge asteroid bombardments for at least a billion years after its formation. However, in deep Cambrian rock, we have found zircons which show evidence of them being formed in water. The Earth is not supposed to, according to the evolutionary time frame, is not supposed to have taken on water for another one to two billion years when it was bombarded by comets, etc. This simply doesn't work. When you have these deep buried zircons which show that they were formed in water, it is much more consistent with the biblical account of everything, all creation being formed out of water, as opposed to what they call the Hadean or hell-like development of a magma earth. Hmm. There has been an explosion in the number of exoplanets discovered. That's planets detected outside our solar system and other star systems. We know that we have found more than 6,000 of them. This would lead some to believe there has to be life out there. But what we have found, that none of these planets and solar systems meet all of the more than 200 prerequisites for life, which are made possible in this very special place we call Earth. Scientists are consistently looking for water and planets in a habitable zone around stars, saying that these two things always make life possible. But they ignore the fact that, as we detail in this program, biological evolution, even with water and the right conditions, is physically, chemically, and mathematically impossible. Finding life out there would disprove the Bible, not God's existence, but 
what we know from the Bible and natural laws is this universe says that we are quite probably alone and very special creation of God. Scott Lane's book, What If God Wrote the Bible, will be released nationwide on March 2nd. Pre-orders for e-books are already available on Amazon. This book gives six evidence that God wrote the Bible and thereby gives evidence of his existence. It includes evidence of the Genesis account found in the creation accounts of other cultures all over the world. It has evidence of God and the Bible, understanding modern physics, biology, and chemistry thousands of years before man. It shows how God protected his words down from the ages and has made over 2,500 very specific prophecies with over 2,000 of them already coming to pass. This and more can be had by you if you get your copy of What If God Wrote the Bible by Scott Lane. On KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzville, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 